0: Oh, lads, up here again. I'm mortal. Well, again, this really goes to the businesses we work with, like John, the tillage farmer, driving them machines the size of a small country every day. Oh, and Maeve works in a company in Cork. She can multitask while she's multitasking. And Grace, she's a manager that... Thousands of
1: businesses across Ireland trust three to take care of their connectivity needs and care we certainly do. Our Limerick based team has won gold for best customer experience at the European Contact Centre and Customer Service Awards. Visit 3.ie forward slash business or chat to us in store today. 3Business, where connections come to life. From Black
0: Hawk down to supply chain in the Black Sea, a journey from dodging bullets to business success. How the right language can get a deal over the line, the horrors of doing business in Haiti, and working Irish into our everyday workplaces a latte That would appall Italians We've taken them, there are words now We're using them in Irish And that's how languages evolve That's The
1: Business Tomorrow morning at
0: 10 On RTE Radio 1
1: The Business On RTE Radio 1 With AIB We know that your focus Is on your business That's why ours is on supporting you Coming up on the Ryan Tuberty Show
0: This morning I'll be talking to Scouse funny man John Bishop Who's bringing Panto to Ireland for Easter We'll talk to you at 9
1: morning Ireland, it's ten past eight. Michael McGrath, the Minister for Finance, is in our Cork studio this morning. Michael McGrath, good morning to you. Uh,
0: good morning Gavin.
1: We were talking to the Irish Times political editor Pat Leahy earlier, telling us that the Cabinet will meet incorporeally this morning uh, to approve tens of millions of euro to fund work on new refugee accommodation projects, uh, including the site for the stalled super prison project at Thornton Hall. Uh, with already hundreds of people coming here being directed into homelessness, when will those beds be ready?
0: So yes, the cabinet will meet uh, incorporeally later on this morning and it arises from uh, ongoing work that a number of government departments have been doing, in particular Minister Gorman's department uh, along with the Department of Housing uh, and the Accommodation Working Group within the Department of Antishuk and we recognise the scale of the challenge here uh, is enormous and it is growing, uh, not just in terms of people coming here from Ukraine seeking safety and shelter but also also those seeking temporary uh, protection. And it is the case that we, we need to continue to add to the stock of accommodation available to us. And so um, the Minister of Government, Mr O'Brien and the, indeed the Taoiseach will uh, bring forward that memo for discussion and for approval at Cabinet today uh, incorporeally. And over the months ahead, we will see the rollout of uh, additional measures uh, to develop further sites for new accommodation to be provided.
1: Over the months ahead, when will beds be ready?
0: Uh, I can't give uh, a specific date and I don't want to preempt any uh, cabinet decision a memo has been shared uh, among the cabinet and that is a matter now for individual ministers to consider and to give their uh, consent or otherwise to what is being proposed but there is uh, a degree of urgency here Uh, Minister Gorman in particular has spoken about this a number of times Uh, the system is under pressure Uh, we have to continue to add to the accommodation stock uh, that is available around the country and we have taken a multi-pronged approach to that uh, by looking at um, the full range of buildings within the wider public sector um, but also working closely with local authorities. We are seeing rapid build units under construction at this point in time but we recognise that we need to do more uh, to meet the challenge that is there.
1: Brian Finn was discussing the latest exchequer figures earlier. Bumper taxes again last month driven by another rise in inflation. Were you expecting inflation to rise again last month?
0: The the rise last month was uh, unexpected but uh, Ireland uh, is not out of line relative to a number of other countries which saw an unexpected increase but it is only representative of one month's data and we shouldn't read too much into it. Uh, There was a slight uh, reduction uh, in the month of January. Uh, For the month itself, inflation uh, actually was negative and so we do believe that the the unwinding of some of those seasonal factors, so um, sales and so on that would have taken place in January would have been unwound. That has resulted in or contributed to an increase uh, in the month of February but it doesn't change our overall assessment uh, which is that inflation will fall across the year particularly from quarter two onwards and at the budget time last year we forecast that it would come in at over seven percent across 2023 we will be revising that downwards when we publish the stability program update next month and if we were doing that today we would be forecasting it at between four and five percent across the year
1: but in the meantime we also heard earlier from 74 year old Hugh Feely really struggling to keep up with rising costs especially his electricity costs if inflation continues to rise will you rethink another energy credit i mean the use of energy is not just confined to turning the heat on
0: uh, of course and uh, i didn't hear use example but there are undoubtedly many people around the country who have received very large bills in recent weeks and we do have the additional electricity credit uh, this month and we have just approved uh, a new package of almost 1.3 billion euro which is largely targeted uh, at those who most need it, people on fixed incomes and uh, families with children and people who are at work but on very low income or relatively low income will benefit through the working uh, family payment. We haven't ruled out uh, a further electricity credit or further assistance later in the year Um, But we do believe that uh, we should uh, retain resources and have firepower for later in the year uh, in the event that we need it. Um, But I would just urge anyone who is receiving a bill uh, of that nature that is unexpected, that is beyond their reach and um, they should first of all engage with uh, their own energy company because they all do have funds and supports okay. in place uh, to assist people uh, and uh, you know, it's important that we provide whatever support we can through the state system but I do know in many individual cases where people have reached out okay. to their provider. They On energy companies
1: sh- should residential customers have the right to expect that the price of their electricity be reduced now?
0: Uh, Yes, I believe that uh, we need to see reductions in uh, retail prices uh, charged to all consumers, both uh, households and businesses. Do you
1: understand why one company would prioritise commercial customers over residential ones?
0: I think all customers should be treated fairly uh, and equally. And while... Different companies have different commercial arrangements and different forward contracts in place in relation to securing their own supply of energy and they can have a mix of pricing policies across different customer cohorts. Uh, I recognise the pressure that many households are under. They are seeing uh, very significant reductions in wholesale energy prices and uh, they, I think, rightly make the point that it didn't take very long for the prices to go up when wholesale prices increased and now that they have come back down, uh, we do need to see, though, those reductions being passed on uh, to customers who are under pressure because all of this can't fall on the government. It can't all fall on taxpayers to uh, step in and provide support uh, every time. You know We won't be found wanting. I believe we've done a lot so far. Okay. Uh, but the, the ultimate solution here is for inflation to fall and for the prices that consumers are being charged including energy prices uh, to come back down and that can't happen soon enough. Really. It's
1: six months now. In the early days of last September, the then Taoiseach Me Martin and told this program that a windfall tax will be applied to energy companies' profits. Why has it not been introduced yet?
0: The uh, agreement was agreed at a European Energy Council level uh, in the autumn, so I believe it was the end of September last year and much of the detail then had to be fleshed out. Uh, Minister Ryan's Department of Energy and Communications uh, are leading on this policy. They will be bringing forward legislation within the next number of weeks. There are two elements to it. Uh, There is a a market cap on uh, the revenues of some um, non-gas electricity generators and there is also then the solidarity contribution from uh, the primary fossil fuel producers and that's generally what's regarded as the the windfall tax and uh, his department has been scoping out how much money we may collect from uh, both of those sources and there is a range by way of the estimate that's there uh, but it it could uh, and should I believe run to hundreds of millions of euro. Why is it taking so long? The the, the commitment we have given uh, and I'll answer that in a moment, the commitment we have given is that any additional resources that we receive uh, will be given back uh, to people uh, by way of reduced bills or additional state support uh, and th- so that, that's the commitment we're giving I- in terms of the, the time it's taking. Uh, it is a complex issue. Uh, the legislation is being prepared. That's in an advanced stage and I understand that Minister Ryan will be bringing that to cabinet now very shortly and it will be brought through the to then uh, in the normal way and I expect that the state will start collecting revenues uh, this year.
1: Your party colleague Niall Collins made a statement to the Dáil last night. There weren't very many people there on allegations on an online website earlier during the week about uh, the planning process. In your view, has Niall Collins any further questions to answer?
0: Um, I believe that Niall Collins has done the right thing. He has committed it all. He has uh, addressed the issues that have been raised. Uh, it relates to a planning application 22 years ago. Uh, he has taken a number of days and I believe he was right to do so, uh, to do his research, uh, to get all the facts and to come in and make a public statement. He didn't take on any questions so did he? Well, I'm not sure that he was asked to take any questions. He came in and made a, a statement that has now been done. I believe that he has answered the questions uh, that were put in the public domain uh, and I support his position and I believe that that's where uh, the matter ends. If others have questions that they believe still need to be answered uh, then they can put those forward. But Nile, I believe is done the right thing and made a public statement addressing the issues. Uh, this relates to a planning application uh, over 20 years ago and he is uh, adamant that he was an eligible applicant uh, within the planning policy rules that applied at that time and I think he set out those facts in his statement yesterday. We'll
1: be talking to Michael O'Leary of Ryanair next. What are you going to do about drones at Dublin Airport?
0: Well, look, first of all, just to say that, I mean, this is reckless behaviour that uh, is endangering the lives of passengers uh, and crew on airlines. And it needs to be brought to an end. We already have had arrests, as you know, uh, and we have uh, criminal cases in the system. But we recognise that more needs to be done. Because uh, while we have drone detection uh, technology in operation at Dublin Airport, uh, what we don't have currently is uh, anti-drone technology that will in effect bring them down. Uh, Eamon Ryan will bring forward a memo on Tuesday uh, to comprehensively address this issue, uh, to provide... The solution in terms of the, the anti drone technology that is urgently needed and also the legislative underpinning that will be required to ensure uh, that this can be uh, legally implemented and is fully enforceable. If it's that urgent. Uh, this could you not do it today
1: at today's cabinet meeting?
0: Um, well today's cabinet meeting is uh, an incorporeal meeting uh, we will have an in-person meeting early next week uh, Minister Ryan is meeting with uh, the stakeholders this morning I believe at 9 a.m and he will be finalizing his plans over the weekend it will be dealt with at cabinet next week um, I deeply regret that this has occurred now on six occasions and you know we apologize to all okay. of the passengers who've been inconvenienced uh, we will bring an end to this uh, and all of us across government will work with Minister Ryan now to make sure that this is comprehensively dealt with as a priority across all of government because it needs to be done quickly.
1: Is US President Joe Biden coming here for six days in April?
0: Uh, I'm not in a position to to confirm uh, any such visit. Uh, Gavin, there are protocols and procedures for for all of that but of course we would very much welcome uh, a visit by President Biden uh, at any stage and we are approaching a very significant anniversary with the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement and of course the United States played such a leading role uh, in helping to uh, enable that agreement in the first place so we'd welcome a visit at any time but i leave it to others to to confirm at the appropriate time whether such a visit is happening.
1: Michael McGrath in our Cork studio this morning, thank you. Twenty-two minutes past.